Welcome to 646. My name is Dawson McManus. We have my friend Jane Archer in the studio today. How are you doing, Jane? I'm doing very well, Dawson, and thank you for asking me to come and participate. Well, thank you for coming out to do this. Actually, you were one of the first people that I invited to come do this when I was first even thinking about putting it together, and then it's, you know, taking a little while to get it set up. But oh, cool. Yeah, so yeah. I'm I'm really glad that you're here. Because... I'm very impressed with your setup. Well, thank you very much. It's coming. It's coming. And one day, I'll have a ceiling. Yeah, I was, I was taking note of that, you know, but it, it does look like a work in progress and that you have it under control. So Yeah, it's getting there. The The downside is anytime I want to do any work in here, because we rehearse in, in here and stuff mm -hmm. like that, I have to take all the gear out of the live room and oh. I have to put it into my, my nerd cave. Oh. And then... Do any kind of drywalling work and then bring everything back to set up. I know, it's, yeah. It's a pain in the ass, but it's coming. Yeah. It's coming, and yeah. um, someday I will have a fully functional studio, yeah. and I'll be able to do more than just shoot the shit with people, which I thoroughly enjoy. But I also want to start recording music in here, and yeah. more than just demos. So yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Thank you. <laughs> okay, cool. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, there's very little format. We're just going to shoot the shit. Okay. All right. Um, so, uh, Jane Archer is a vocalist, and you've been playing piano for, li like, a couple years now. Well, uh, you know, I took lessons when I was a kid, and well, it was one of those things that your parents made you do. Sure. And, and the repertoire was, like, music you totally couldn't relate to at all. Sure. And so... I really was very mechanical with it. I mm. I could memorize like lightning and just whip these pieces off. And we had we did the grade four conservatory exam, my sister and I. Yeah. And and we did okay, but I I basically quit as soon as I could. Mm. <laughs> and just stuck with the vocal. Yeah. Well, I didn't much. like my teacher, you know, and I was yeah. like, what, ten? Yeah. <laughs> makes it makes a big difference. If you got a shit teacher, you're not gonna have. Fun any fun that's at all. the story of my life at school too yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of people's i'm sure but yeah I would there's think always so. like one one or two good ones oh for sure that make it for worthwhile sure. yeah and those are the ones you always remember too yeah like the, um, unless it's a really really bad teacher that yeah. one will kind of stick around too yeah but the kind of whatever ones typically fall by the wayside. Oh, yeah, and there's a lot of those. <laughs> yeah. No offense to any teachers out there. Yeah. Yeah. I, hey, I, wait a yeah, minute. I have huge appreciation for teachers. It's uh. a job I would never want to do. Yeah. So kudos to teachers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. So normally how I kind of st kick this off um, is just finding out where people started out. Mm -hmm. Um you're born in Ontario, right? Yeah, uh, okay. on a farm. I lived on a farm. Uh, my dad was um, herdsman at one of the top Guernsey dairy farms in Canada. And he had come from Nova Scotia. And he met my mom locally. And they got married. And I had my sister and I right away. And, and we moved to another farm at Whitby, which is where that huge factory is down on the 401, just south of the highway. Hmm. That used to be our beautiful farm. <laughs> oh, what was some kind of dairy? What what did you get? Gans? Guernsey. Guernsey. What is that? Are you serious? Yeah, I'm an idiot. Oh, Lord. Guernsey is a breed of dairy cattle. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. They're, you know, mostly you see the Holsteins, the black and whites, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But um, the Guernseys are brown and white, fawn mm. and white. They're from the Isle of Guernsey originally, which is oh, okay. one of the Channel Islands between... Uh, Great Britain and France, mm. and um, I actually uh, worked in farming with Guernseys for most of my adult working life. 
Oh shit! You didn't know that? Well, I knew you worked in farming, and I was—I knew you had some kind of dairy background. Yeah. But, um... Oh, that's another whole tale, Dawson. Yeah. Because okay. uh, um, my dad had really top breeding stock, and we used to show a lot. We we eventually had our his own farm uh, south of Lindsay in the Janetville area, so that's where I basically grew up. Went okay. to high school in Lindsay. You know, cool. used to come to Peterborough once in a while. The big city, right? <laughs> It was a lot smaller then. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it was just a little farm kid. And we never sure. went anywhere except, like, to cattle shows <laughs> and Guernsey breeders meetings and stuff. So we were pretty sheltered. And and uh, I was in the barn from the minute I could walk. And, right. You know, and just grew up with the whole uh, dairy cow thing. And we showed a lot and did really well. And um, What does that mean to show? Uh, take your cattle out to fairs and compete with you know, others of, of your breed and your the age classification. Like, so that's what they look like? And... Yeah, it's basically okay. a, a beauty contest. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Like, sort of like a like yeah. a dog show, but for cows. Yeah, exactly, okay. yeah. Cool. Oh, All yeah, right. yeah, that was a big part of my social life as a child. <laughs> that's cool. I just, I don't know jack shit about this stuff, so. Well, um, we'd go every year to the Royal Winter Fair and watch and see the cattle show. And Guernseys were big then. There's very few of them left now, which is very unfortunate hmm. uh, because... Um, the colored breeds, Guernseys, Jerseys, Ayrshires, and the Brown Swiss, those are the colored dairy breeds. They have higher solids content in their milk, which is to say there's more protein okay. and more butterfat uh, per whatever unit, per glass of milk or whatever. Sure. So you can make more cheese from it, right? More um, solids, you can make more cheese, sure. you can make more ice cream, and um, you get paid more because of this differential you know right and uh anyway uh but holsteins do produce by far the most milk even though i always say if you want water right. you can turn on a tap why do you have to recycle it through a cow sure okay <laughs> sorry holstein breeders <laughs> but anyway um yeah a big part of my life and my husband and i uh worked on big Guernsey farms owned by like millionaire rich people north of Toronto for a few years and oh, shit. and got to show at the Royal and win like uh, the top, you know, deal with some of the top cattle in the country. And wow. we, we eventually had a cow of our own that was grand champion at the Royal. So that was in 1987, which is pretty big deal. The Royal Winter Fair in Toronto, you know, and when the country comes to the city. Okay, cool. (laughs) Like, I wasn't kidding when I told you I I don't know anything. Like, oh, yeah. My my time spent on a farm was from age, well, I was, I mean, I was born in the hospital, but I worked on (laughs) it. Yeah, same here. Yeah. (laughs) I I lived on a farm for the first um, uh, seven. Yeah, uh, what, six ish. What kind of so, farm? A um, working mo- farm? Or? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. mostly produce though. Okay. Um, we uh, we did corn and strawberries, and oh. although we did have a couple of uh, a couple of trout ponds. Oh really? So we farmed trout, and oh. we had a couple chickens, but <laughs> I mean, like nothing. Like, and I was six when we. I think I just turned seven when we moved out to BC. Yeah. Um. So I didn't know. No, but you still all. had that experience of like. Oh yeah, running out uh, living with animals and, and yeah. all that freedom. Yeah, and yeah. all that property where yeah. it's pretty easy to get lost. Yeah, but you learn to scary. take care of yourself. Though. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Step on all kinds of nails and shit. It's good for you. <laughs> Build up that immune system. Yeah. 
Fuck tetanus. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I actually, I did have a nail go right through my foot when I was a little kid. That oh, was, man. That was a fun year. That was the same. <laughs> oh. I got the nail through the foot. So did Devin, actually. We both got nails through the feet. At the same time? <laughs> same day. Oh, jeez. Within like 10 minutes of each other. You guys are so bad. I know. Just <laughs> moron kids. That was the same, that year... Uh, that was, that was, yeah, that was six. I was six. So that was the year I got the nail through the foot. Um, I just turned six, got the nail through the foot. Then that winter, I took the ice skate to the face. And then that summer, just before my seventh birthday, I took the fish, uh, the <laughs> fish lure in the back. You were born under a bad sign. I know. <laughs> if it wasn't for bad luck, I wouldn't have no luck at all. Exactly. Uh, right on. <laughs> Oh, anyway. speaking speaking of the blues uh, yeah <laughs> um if, if you didn't get that joke how dare you um <laughs> shame for shame go stand in the corner that's right head down um oh god um <laughs> segway yeah yeah there's always awkward segways on this show that's what happens when you don't prepare at all yeah exactly. Uh, as a host i mean yeah, um, well, that's your style, your approach, and yeah, you admit it, is, it, it right is up now. front. Yeah, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Real conversations. It may change. Yeah. You well, know. it started out very um, nerve-wracking, and I had all kinds of bullets yeah. printed up and stuff. And yeah. Now, there was, uh, not too long ago, I had uh, Michael Beauclair on, mm-hmm. and I actually had to print some stuff up, because his resume is stuff, yeah. like a fucking mile long it's crazy so like just to even stay relatively oriented yeah so you wouldn't look like a complete fool yeah not a total moron (laughs) and i've only known him a couple months too whereas sure yeah you know we've been hanging out for a few years yeah Yeah. ever since i heard there was this mythical bass player around town who wanted to play with our band (laughs) yeah well i just moved back from um from Hamilton. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, because I'd, I'd finished school and I didn't know anybody. Yeah. Um, really, because most of the folks I knew had either kind of let music fall off or right. had moved away or any of that kind of stuff. I was like, "Fuck, I need to find some people to play with." Yeah. But uh, we'll come back to that because I want to. Because I mean, eventually yeah. that's going to yeah. intersect with where I want to start, which okay. is uh, <laughs> something I've been asking everybody okay. is what is the first like creative sort of memory that you have of not necessarily something that you, that you created, but um, even if it wasn't music, if it was a painting or a movie or uh, uh, like a stand up comedy set or, uh-huh. or s- something that just made <laughs> you go like, Oh wow. You know, that's this person, you know, it's not just, <coughs> pardon me. It wasn't just a, a work of necessity mm. but something that somebody just had to pour emotion out and needed some kind of outlet yeah like something well, artistic i don't know like I, I i used to do some a bit of drawing but i was never much good at it and i could only really draw horses and dogs and cows <laughs> which was all i was really interested but in. not holsteins uh, no no no. <laughs> <laughs> no i i've worked with holsteins they're lovely <laughs> but anyway um when uh I'm not sure how old we were, but I think we were about, uh, my sister and I were one year apart, and my brother was four years younger. So we were about maybe 12 down to about eight. Um, We had an aunt and uncle give us a whole bunch of 78 records. Oh, cool. And 
they were like the sophisticated, we perceived them as the most sophisticated relatives we had uh-huh. because they had like cocktail parties at their house. <laughs> and this was in the 50s, right? Right. They lived in Newmarket. And, uh, and we just thought they were glamorous. And they mm. were cool. They were fun. And my uncle played Hawaiian guitar. Oh, cool. Yeah. And uh, anyway, they gave us all these like big band records. Oh, nice. And... Um, Oh, kind of old jazz and blues and stuff. Right. And we would play them, and we 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 would put on shows. Like, we would create routines. <laughs> and we'd hang curtains across this alcove. We did this a few times. And also, another aunt and uncle had given us some, like, dresses. Oh, nice. And, like, there was this black satin one, like <laughs> like a saloon girl might have worn, you know? Right. And uh, anyway, they, they made you feel, like, very sophisticated, right? right? So we'd be we'd uh, put on these records, and there'd be, like, Frankie Lane. Do you know the vocalist Frankie Lane? Have you I ever seen Rawhide, the show? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah. the singer who sings the theme. Oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, anyway, uh, he had a lot of really dramatic records you know so sure. anyways we'd do these dance things and we'd lip sync and That's mime awesome. and stuff and i'm sure mom and dad thought we were nuts but... <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool though. but i guess that's probably the first artistic kind of you know show kind yeah, of thing yeah. that that we did but that's but, great but you know anyway. what's funny about that and i don't mean to interrupt you but sure. so many people i've talked to when they have this a very similar kind of story of mm-hmm. lip syncing as little kids yep. and typically with siblings and stuff and, yep. and uh, other relatives and whatnot and putting on shows for yeah. their families and stuff. I used to do it yeah. uh, with, with my siblings and just about everybody I've talked to yeah. that's in music yeah. did it at one time. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's, it's, I think it's in there early, you yeah. know? Just... Oh yeah. And, and my mother played the piano right oh, up nice. until she, she died just last fall. And uh, she, well, she played in church and we sang in church Mm -hmm. and she was choir director and, you know, we sang and we would do singing at home. My sister and my, and my brother and, and then my brother-in-law went once he joined the family and we would do like four part singing of the hymns and stuff. Right, right, right. And just around the piano while mom played. And, but she had really sophisticated (laughs) taste in music too. Right. I mean, she was a teenager when they were screaming over Frank Sinatra, you know, Uh. I think he was, I don't know, maybe they screamed for Mozart. Probably. <laughs> they probably did. I'll bet you I'll bet you he was the devil's music at one time, too. I it think kinda, so. It kind of <laughs> seems like anything that has really kind of lasted, that, that was cool, yeah. was at one time perceived as almost being evil, which is so, yeah. like, in the arts, anyway, which is so it's weird. It's true. Uh, yeah, you it's know? true. But, but then art is kind of born out of pushing the envelope. Yeah, yeah you know? absolutely. Because you could t- churn out, like, think of the Soviet era when they told you what to put in the posters yeah. and they told you what to put in the books. Yeah, and totally. And so, you know, art has had no emotional content. Yeah. It was just garbage. Yeah. And without, it had to without, be rebellious. Yeah, 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 you had to. You had to. People mm. are just like that. Yeah. But they're also like sheep. Yeah. <laughs> Very much so. Very much so. Shit, just look it's at the top 40 It's a crazy time to be chart. alive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't looked at that in years, so yeah. I'm not going to start now. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. Oh, there's a lot of great music out there, but very mm. little of it is in the top 40. Ah, it's a bummer. Um, uh, although so, I'm sure there is some. There is some. Yeah. Actually, I quite enjoy Bruno Mars. Okay, yeah, I do like him. He's, He's a 
great performer. Really, he's the closest thing I think that we've got to James Brown in the mainstream. He's now. a he's so talented all around, you know. Yeah, and he and, hires great musicians to be with him too, which yeah. is you have to. Yeah, it's very smart, and I like that he doesn't solely rely on loops and sampling and and yeah. f- not to sound snobby about it but fake music yeah you know like is it uh, and that i'm probably pissing off a lot of people saying that but so much of that shit it's not real if no. it's not coming out of an instrument no it's not real yeah and you can feel the difference yeah. there is an emotional it's content just like what we were talking that, yeah, about exactly exactly <laughs> there's emotional content that comes out of a live human being that is trained and worked really hard to to be able to create these sounds at will yeah so yeah. yeah yeah very cool Grr. <laughs> <laughs> sorry i know i keep getting i, keep... I got sidetracked yeah there. what uh, were we talking about uh <laughs> records that you got from your aunt and uncle oh, yes. and, and and putting yeah. on shows and and yeah. that your mom was the choir director yeah and, and, and she had like <clears throat> she played broadway songs and oh cool you know jazz standards and stuff like that right on so, so there was always tons of music yeah. growing up then. oh yeah so it was yeah. just kind of a matter of time yeah, and then when I was about 12, I guess, you know, we started listening to the radio stations more. Mm. I mean, we always had CBC, you know, that's right. what, what we had. And um, so the local radio station was mostly a country station, but they did right. play in the evenings. They played a bit of music that the kids would be interested in. Sure. Right? And so... Uh, Were you much into country as a kid? No. No? No, my... my my dad was a minister's son from Nova Scotia, and they were, uh, he, he back that there were farmers before that, but he was a he was an Anglican minister, mm. and um, my mother's parents, my he my grandfather was a, a craftsman, a furniture designer. Oh, cool! And um, they lived in Newmarket, and there's Mennonites back behind them. Oh, wow! <laughs> from out west, yeah, but. Uh, Anyway, what were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> One of those moments. Oh dear. If you were if you were much into country music as no. a kid, but you said no. No, we, no, we just no. Although I I started to hear it on the radio. Right. And um was hearing things like and one of the songs that i do right now with johnny is uh, by jim reeves mm. it's called um she'll have to go he'll have to go okay and I'm not I, familiar I co- with it. it's it's a classic country ballad okay it's a I'm, real burner cool yeah and, and not that i don't like country it's just never really been high on my radar yeah well li- this lyric it's put your sweet lips a little closer to the phone you know that's cool i like that it's very that's cool tell really that good. tell the man to turn the jukebox way down low you know because nice. he's talking to her on the phone and tell that man who's there with you he's got to go mm. <laughs> oh it's so sweet cool. and then of course the bridge is really dramatic you know of course i love the country ballads i yeah. really do yeah. those classic you know, heartbreak songs. I don't yeah. mean the cheesy ones. I mean like yeah, yeah. Hank Williams and Patsy Cline and mm. all those classic singers. But there's so many more than like George Jones. And sometimes I listen to the country on the uh, on Sirius Radio in my car. Cool. So I like uh, uh, Willie's Roadhouse and and Outlaw. <laughs> and and the Bluegrass Channel. Nice. <laughs> Very cool. Definitely. And then I switch and listen to some soul. Yeah. Yeah. And some blues. <laughs> Sometimes the, the seriously Sinatra. Okay. I get nice. into that occasionally, yeah. Yeah. 
Very cool. I do I do dig the crooners. Those guys yeah. are they just got so much swagger to them. You I know. know what I mean? They're just oh, I know. pimping it. They're so uh, cool. <laughs> yeah, they're really cool. Yeah, they're really, really. Cool. really. Totally. Oh, and, and like Tony Bennett is still here. Oh, right? Yeah. Oh, what a badass. Oh, he's the ultimate. And so cool for doing all those things with all the different people he's right. collaborated well, with. Well, just re- uh, I think it was last year. I think it was last year. He did that uh, collaboration, the whole tour with Lady Gaga. Yeah. And, that and they was were the first, great together. Oh, yeah. And that was the first time I really heard her do... <laughs> something other than... Something other than what she'd been doing. Like, I've heard her do solo kind of acoustic renditions, just her and a piano right. of her own stuff, yeah. which I definitely prefer mm-hmm. than Over her the big ridiculously overproduced record stuff that she puts out. Yeah. But the stuff that she did with Bennett was just, like, jaw-dropping. Yeah. I could not believe... Oh, Yeah. And, and not just her voice, but her whole approach, her, yeah. the joy and the her yeah. sense of fun and, yes. and style. Very you know? much so. Yeah. Where, I mean, now I'd, I don't know for and sure. And she but, cherished him so much. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Very much so. <laughs> it's, it really seemed like she was just like, I'm just so grateful to be a part of that and yeah. to be able to be around him. Whereas, I, now I could be totally wrong, but a lot of the time with... Like the disco stick and poker face and the meat suit kind of shit. It just, it feels like a lot of pretense. Yeah. You know? To get attention. Yeah. Yeah. Kinda, to create it, controversy because yeah. like, you know what, there's no such thing as bad news or something. What yeah. is that? Bad press, yeah. 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 <laughs> and it just, it kind of feels like bullshit yeah. to me. I agree. Which is a bummer because she's a wickedly talented musician i don't think she yeah. needs to Do that. well i mean she might not be as big as she is now if she hadn't done it but it's kind of too bad because i know we're such idealists i know <laughs> i would never mar- wear a meat suit if i was gonna make millions <laughs> Well, I'd do to make millions of dollars, but I'd prefer not to. Yeah. I mean, I'm already wearing a meat suit, yeah, and it exactly. hasn't done much for me. Yeah. <coughs> it's constantly at war with me. Uh, yeah. Like, right now, I apologize. I keep coughing. I've been fighting a cold for a couple of weeks. Oh, mm-hmm. Like, even uh, even last week, I had Emily Burgess on mm-hmm. last week. Mm-hmm. And um, same thing. Like, every, it felt like every two minutes or so, I was turning oh. away from the mic to hack up along, and I feel really bad. Like it sucks when you rely on your voice I know, as right? your kind of instrument. Yeah. yeah, it's terrifying. I remember doing one show. It was a really weird show we did at the um, um, the Tank House. Remember that afternoon show we did, and we had done a show the night before. <laughs> yeah, I totally and remember. I had that. laryngitis so bad. <laughs> Yeah. I I was really scared. I wasn't yeah. going to be able to do it. And I remember. And we 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 took it really slow, but you did warm up. I did about warm halfway up. through the show. It's weird. All of a Your sudden, voice starts to stretch. Yeah, yeah. Those... But we just started with the ones where there wasn't a lot of up and down, and you yeah. know, kind of in the middle range. You weren't really having to belt super hard or go really high or really Before low. Before we hit, um, um, God, what's that Zeppelin tune we used to do? Ramble on. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I love playing that song. Oh yeah. <laughs> what a great one. That's a real burner. Speaking of burners, that was good. Another one that I always really liked doing with you too was um mm-hmm. I think it's is it Miss Those Arms or Hurt So Bad? Oh yeah, that's a that's a cool song. Yeah, that Tedeschi yeah. Tune, there aren't which, a lot kind of like that. Not really. Yeah. And I always have a, such a hard time remembering the title because you gave me the wrong I know. fucking title. <laughs> Missile's what Arms it, or Hurt So Bad. Yeah. It's, I can't remember which is what, what it's called because when I first yeah. joined the band, you gave me the wrong title and I couldn't I find it online anywhere. I, I was know. like, what the hell? And you're like, oh, no. 
<laughs> yeah, I was freaking out because I couldn't learn it because I couldn't find the damn thing. Yeah, because I Miss Those Arms is the first lyric. Yeah. But I think Miss it's really arms. hurt so bad and you don't I, hear that until you hit the chorus. That's right. Yeah. yeah. That's What a great tune. She's a really great singer. Yeah. Yeah. She's gotten better as a guitarist too. Yeah. Quite a yeah. bit. Well, um, look who she's married to. Well, yeah. <laughs> you hang out with Derek Trucks all day, every day. He's a god. It's bound to wear off oh, on man. you. We saw him. With a rub the, off on you, I mean. We saw him with the Almond Brothers oh. at Ottawa Blues Fest in 2001, I think. Yeah. And we had we had about two dozen people with us because the kids would all bring friends. And right. We'd convoy down That's in cars. That's so cool. And uh, we'd <laughs> line up to get in well in advance. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the kids, like the best runners, would have the lawn chairs. Mm. And so as soon as they opened the gates, they would just like, like that. And the older folks could, you know, toddle along with with the supplies and and we set up right along the front and nice and there they were and he was i don't he wasn't even 20 then i don't think yeah or barely he's, he's a young dude he was how old was he when he first started playing with the almonds was he 16 or 17 or something something like that Crazy i remember like that. Uh, an issue of guitar player magazine that had his picture on the cover yeah. when he was like 15 or something yeah yeah I mean, the first time i ever saw him it was a dvd but it, it was with the almond brothers yeah and this kid yeah. with long long blonde hair yeah. and i think he was i think it was a red sg i think could be could be um but he came out and he was he was playing slide but he wasn't using a pick mm-hmm. and that really grabbed me when i that's how he was, gets that soft sound oh, eh? no, just, nobody has that kind of touch and tone it's beautiful so good holy yeah. shit <laughs> okay so we so we yeah. love him <laughs> yes very much so trucks is a god um <clears throat> so she should be getting better yes i would th- i would i would think so they're touring uh they're not coming to canada this summer i don't think uh, but they're they're uh hot tuna is opening for them do you know hot tuna well hot tuna i don't that's a type of sandwich though yeah. <laughs> well hot tuna is a an acoustic band <coughs> from way back in the late 60s early 70s that grew out of jefferson airplane Oh. Uh, Jorma, what's his name? Cocannon or I something? I was never anyway, a Anyway, guy. yeah. But they do uh, kind of rootsy, bluesy music. Oh, so cool. They're still kicking it, and now they're touring with Tadashi Trucks. Very cool. Very nice. <laughs> um, so to way, way backtrack. Uh, yeah. um, did you? When did you start playing shows? Like, I, I assume you would have... Did you see concerts first, or like, did you meet other musicians in high school or how did yeah. that okay well i had a boyfriend in grade 10 who played guitar okay and his family he had a big family and he had sisters in college and university and this okay. was in the probably about 65 or five okay and so it was the big folk music surge at universities then you know people mm. were were you know pete seeger they're listening to him and and uh Blues, you know, yeah. blues was was starting to really get discovered, and uh, everybody was playing these songs. Mm. So, anyways, he taught me some chords and stuff, and and um, I figured out how to play by ear and kind of put it together because mm. I had that early piano training. Yeah, but it's funny in that piano training, I never knew about chords. Oh, really? Everything yeah. was just melody. Only? Everything was like the left hand and the right hand, but you didn't play chords. That's so and weird. yeah, and uh, I, I've talked to a friend of mine who's a bass player who said the same thing. He said I took piano and, and I never knew anything about chords. 
But anyway, once I figured out how to play chords on the piano, then you can you can just get any kind of a tab and and play a song, right? Sure. As long as you know the melody. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, I I started playing guitar and I started performing a little bit, and um, and I really relied on being able to express myself through music because I don't know I I didn't feel comfortable in school I mean I was a rural kid going from a school that had eight grades 25 students in one room to Lindsay High School which had like 1200 kids and you know culture shock culture shock and I always say I never got over it (laughs) 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 but anyway uh I tried. I didn't try to fit in. I was just myself. But I was sure. I was pretty quiet. <laughs> but I, I started to perform, and I had some friends that were performing, and and uh, we'd perform at uh, you know in the cafeteria at lunch hour, and and uh, there was a couple coffee houses that got started up in town around 1967, and so I would perform at those, but. And I would do like Dylan songs and right. Gordon Lightfoot songs, and I really was into Joan Baez and Judy Collins, and cool. um, uh, that's where I first heard Joni's song, "Both Sides mm. Now" on Judy Collins' record. That was the first version I heard was Judy's, and you know Joni's, she's so marvelous, she's so <laughs> she's so above everybody else. But anyway, uh, so um, I was really into that stuff. But then uh, I met. Um, another whole set of kids in town mm. when I kind of became a high school dropout. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Some would say going over to the dark side, but, mm. but anyway, and then psychedelic music, right. you know, and, and I remember going to um, a department store, the record department in Peterborough. I think it was the old Sandy's department store. It, okay. it was on George street at Brock, I think. Mm. And they had a record department and buying Are You Experienced? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Right on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I had a really close friend, uh, and the two of us went to a party, a rural party where everybody, uh, all the local kids were, like no town kids, right? Sure. And so there were there were, people were dancing and stuff, and they were playing these slow dance records in the dark. And my friend and I put our record on. We put on our experience. Melted fucking brains. Oh, oh, they didn't know what hit them. But anyway, a uh, bit of a shit disturber in a low key way. I That's guess. awesome though. Like, because I'll tell you, I remember the first time I heard a Hendrix song. Yeah. And I was like. Phew. What the fuck is yeah. this? Oh, I know. And then I got to see him live. Oh, mm. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I I just saw on Facebook the other day Al Black's daughter Chloe mm. telling a story about her mother going on this school bus trip to see Hendrix. No and way. I realized, oh my God, that's the same <laughs> one. I was on that bus trip. That's so cool. But and I didn't remember all the details that she was supplying. But she said <laughs> some kids approached uh, approached. The principal and said, you know, there's this music show in Toronto and and we'd like to organize a bus trip. And they didn't know anything. So they just thought, oh, that's cool. So we had this we had this bus trip. And you then guys people hijacked a bus to go to <laughs> Hendrix. Yeah. That's and awesome. I can't remember what it cost or anything, but I remember like the boys having like bottles of wine like under their <laughs> in their coats and like drinking and you know complaining about having to go to the bathroom before we could get to the venue and stuff but anyway it was at the uh, um it was at uh, 
where the uh, Royal Winter Fair is held at Exhibition Park, there oh, where the Jays, you know, yeah, there's yeah. all those buildings where mm-hmm. the Royal Winter Fair is held. And it was in the Coliseum where they show cows is where uh, Hendrix performed. Oh, wow. And they had, so it's a big arena and seats, but not not nearly as many as in you'd see in a venue today. Like, I, I right. couldn't tell you. It would maybe be a 2,000, maybe. Like, it wasn't huge. I sure. don't know. But anyway. Uh, Probably big enough for, like, yeah. some high schoolers. Oh, Yeah. And uh, we lined up, and it was rush seats, because this was before that Who concert where people got crushed in the rush in Cincinnati, that was. So we were right near the head of the line, and when they opened the gates, there was a rush. And you could have easily been knocked down. Like trample, yeah. But we ran, you know, we ran like hell, and we got up pretty close to the front and just up to the side a little bit. And Mm. he was set up on the floor right at the end. And Toronto band, the Poppers, opened, who were really great. You should look them up sometime. I will. And uh, the Soft Machine from England was okay. was I'm another not band. Time either, but... uh, no, they were kind of a, a prog, I mm. guess that that type of music. Cool, I like that stuff. Yeah, sure. And uh, and then Hendrix, and he was like just somebody from outer space. Yeah. Because he was just so different. And, you know, um, we'd hardly seen black people before. We were in Lindsay. Right. So freaking black people much in, in Lindsay. And unless your parents made the effort to get you out into a, an environment where you came across other types of people, you didn't see them. Right. Like, he was like, and he was dressed so exotically, you know, and uh, purple and, and green. And <laughs> was just playing this music that was just out of this world yeah and i remember when he did foxy lady somebody had a fox pelt and they threw it up <laughs> threw it up on the stage but anyway i don't know yeah um i can't remember you know too much more but but <laughs> but what a weird experience you know yeah something wow. like that is really uh, blows your mind you don't forget it yeah <laughs> that's that's pretty crazy. Yeah. We we went to a lot of music shows yeah. in our day. <laughs> I know. You, I we got you... to see uh, Muddy Waters and John Lee Hooker and Howlin' Wolf. And, um, oh gosh, we went to the Blues Festival that was held on Toronto Island in 1975. It was all weekend and they had everybody in the blues from B.B. King, Bobby Blue Bland, uh, Hooker, uh, Buddy Guy, and Junior Wells. They, they had all the stars. They had, uh, they had uh, not Rory Gallagher. They might have had him. Sonny and Brownie. <laughs> they had everybody. And uh, it was it was just fantastic, you know, living outside and sleeping under the tree and, you know. That's so fucking cool. <laughs> so amazing. But I did hear later that the promoter skipped out with the money and none of them got paid. What an asshole. And it was such a legendary thing, you know? <laughs> wow. That's kind of... That's the blues, baby. I know. I was going to say that's such a bummer because the blues for like so much of that like awesome, awesome music kind of has a really tainted history of people yeah. getting screwed over. Yeah. yeah. And rock and so roll, sad. Like yeah. Little Richard and all that. Yeah, totally. We saw him live one time in Ottawa. God damn. And all he did was complain about getting ripped off and preach because hmm. he's a ordained minister of some yeah, kind yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah people going through the crowd passing out religious tracts and preaching and people were getting mad yeah, and people were well. like shut up and play yeah <laughs> well, and then he'd play and he was brilliant yeah for sure <laughs> well i can understand why people would get kind of upset i mean you go under their 
assuming you're going to a rock and roll show yeah and somebody starts spouting something that you probably if you're at a rock and roll show you probably have very little interest yeah in a sermon being preached exactly. at you. yeah at exactly. least i would yeah. have very little interest i'd just be like yeah. this that's not why yeah. i'm here man if i wanted to hear this shit i'd have gone to church <laughs> exactly you know i'm you know yeah. we're here to rock and roll let's, exactly. let's get to it and canadians <clears throat> are pretty polite you know it took yeah. a while for that they kind of kind of get a, a rustle happening yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well that weekend we saw booker t and the mgs oh Smokey god. robinson oh my god um richie havens who just blew us away with his encore tune he wasn't even supposed to get an encore oh wow and he came out without a guitar without anything and he said i'm not supposed to be here but but i want to sing this song and he sang uh, an a cappella version of the Pink Floyd tune on the Turning Away. Wow. It wasn't a dry eye in the place. I bet. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. Damn. And, you know, like Mike was like, he was about 13 maybe then. And, and uh, you know, like we were all there. And it was a, an amazing moment. And really, out of that moment i i had this feeling kind of come over me that one day we would we would do something you know to uh combat that turning away right and anyway a few years later we did we hosted a, a benefit for doctors without borders and that was in campbellford and that was our with all our bands our, our first show kind of oh, with all our awesome. bands yeah we had uh, uh mike and Lindsay had a jazz trio at the time so right. they played and um we had uh, Mama's Boys, which was my band with yeah. my three three boys, yeah. and we had uh, uh, Jesse played with uh, Legion Generals, which was his band right. with Liam and and Jason Lawrence on bass. Right. And Ken played, and uh, and uh, Ian Thornley came. Really? Yeah, he, he's Holy Ken's brother in law, Ken Tizard. Really? Yeah. Holy shit! <laughs> and anyway, mm. they, it was around Christmas time, and they were like plastered. And yeah. anyways. Uh, uh, they came and and he uh, Ian Thorn Thornley got up with them and, and played a little bit you know just joined in yeah yeah and uh, anyways it was it was hilarious it was really a, a fun time and we raised like nine hundred dollars or something like that wow good for you yeah that's awesome and so you know when we started doing party for Peck it was something we we had done right before so you guys were pretty familiar with doing the yeah the fundraiser kind of yeah thing. and you know we always say it it uh, it feels good to do good. <laughs> yeah, it, it sure does. Like, yeah. it's it's funny. Like a lot of, and I've done it many times too about complaining about playing for free and stuff. But yeah, when it's for something that is when it's the right thing to do, mm -hmm. I have zero problem with it. Yeah, you know, um, I I don't mind playing charity shows and uh, any yeah. of that kind of stuff. You know, I agree. And, <clears throat> and you know, for one thing, you get to come together with all your fellow musicians yeah. who you don't get to see. Exactly. Very often, because they're doing their thing and you're doing your thing. Yeah. It's, so it's always like an emotional kind of a bonding yeah, moment if totally. you have time to hang out and yeah, so on. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um, when? So sorry, just to I, just to kind of backtrack a yeah, little bit. Yeah, we're looping bit. around. I know. <laughs> no, but that's great though. I've had a long life. I know. <laughs> and you're still kicking ass. <laughs> Touch wood. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> You're not that old, Jane. Come on, Jesus Christ! I'll be 66 this year. Yeah, that's, you're, you're know, only a little bit older than no, my mom. I'm moving a little slower. Mm. That's all. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Still sing like a fucking machine, though. <laughs> oh, it's fun. 
I love it. I'd die if I couldn't sing, really. Yeah. You know? I I know how you feel, but shit, like when I had the vertigo and I couldn't play, I couldn't sing, I couldn't do anything, I was like, there was a small part of me that was like, if this is my life, I might, I might choose to not live it anymore. Yeah. There was, there was, uh, I I know that's super bleak and I apologize. But yeah, but but, you know, that's what, that's what goes on in your head. Yeah, there was, there was. (laughs) There was before we knew what was wrong. Yeah. And uh, there was a, yeah. it was about a week. And this is fucked up because Amber doesn't know this. So I kind of hope she doesn't hear <laughs> this. Never listen to this, Amber. <laughs> <laughs> but there was there was a small part of me that was like, if this if this is how I'm gonna live the rest of my life, then I might I might take the quick way out. Yeah. Which is that's fucked up. But you know that it enters in there. Yeah. You yeah. know when you're when you're that. Yeah. obsessed with something and it really is your entire life like it's, you know, an, so. it's such an attack on you oh, and yeah. you know like you never know how how tough you are and how much you can withstand yeah. until you have to go through something yeah turns out i'm a pussy <laughs> <laughs> well some would say that was the easy way out yeah you mm-hmm. know so mm-hmm. <laughs> no yeah. you chose not to do that no I, yeah well, that takes guts yeah too yeah <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, that's um, good. Yeah. Just sorry. Just to circle back to when when was the first time you ever played live? Oh, I I guess. Um, well, you know, I used to play uh, at at Guernsey Breeder meetings. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, cool. They'd have these annual meetings, which would be like a big potluck dinner. Everybody would come and bring food, and they they'd have an election. The men would go off in the corner and elect their officers and. <laughs> Do the business thing. Sure. And then uh, when I was, I guess, probably about 15, 16, a couple times I went and played my guitar and sang some nice. songs. Yeah. And uh, so that. And then I, I did the coffee house thing. Sure. And then, you know, but once I once I started, I sang uh, for a while with uh, um, just a fun little jug band we had called the Scugog River Bottom Band. <laughs> That's cool. And if my friend John Steele from way back in the day is listening, like he was part of that. And uh, we had a lot of fun. We, we covered old, weird old songs. Cool. And um, uh, country songs and stuff, which I'd never <laughs> done before. And uh, I got to sing a blues number. I can't remember what it was called now. So, uh, you know, that was just for fun. We did that a few times. Sure. And again, we we did a big benefit. All all our friends that were musicians in Lindsay, um, there was a big, um, it was Bangladesh, I guess. What is it, Bangladesh? Biafra. Anyway. All right. <laughs> we, re- we got the Academy Theater in Lindsay, and we put together a show with all our bands, and we we even did the light show. We had upstairs nice. the overhead projector with the oil and the food coloring, you know, oh, the psychedelic. Really? Well, well, you know, that, I didn't know that. The, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, but. yeah. <clears throat> and uh, anyway, it was sold out, and you know, I I can't believe it. And I was in a trio with two friends of mine, Larry Rogers and Jeff White, and uh, we sang three songs. One of them was uh, the weight. Nice. Which I got to do with uh, the last Waltz show a few years ago. I got yeah. to be made of Staples for a, for a That's night. So cool. And I oh I love that. And then we did um, um, helplessly hoping the Crosby, Stills and Nash. 
right. song. Do you yeah, know yeah. that? That one is so beautiful, that three-part harmony. Yeah. I don't know how to play it, but I... I, yeah. I yeah. I always wanted to sing that in a trio, so... <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah. You should do it. I know. I need, I need another singer. Yeah. <laughs> Just Call <one> me. Yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, God, what was the other one? Oh, 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 Long Black Veil. Oh, very nice. Which Balls still and Jane, a staple of course, today. Did. Yeah, yeah, and I'm still doing it with Johnny. Yeah. Still just love that song. One of the most gorgeous perfect tune. songs. Yeah, gorgeous. Yeah, Lefty Fr- Frizzle or Fritzel. I'm not yeah. sure how you say his name. A tune, um, lyrically. The first time I, I read the lyrics, I got goosebumps from it. Yeah, I yeah. was like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. Real like I mean musically it's gorgeous and everything too but I mean yeah. at least for me I'm I'm a lyric fanatic and it's like, beautifully written oh, there isn't a yeah. word out of place or that could be better yeah there's no fat yeah in it you know it's yeah it's, it's, the scaffold is high yeah, eternity, eternity near, near. Yeah. she stood in the crowd and shed not, not a tear. tear wow that's heavy duty <laughs> that's heavy duty. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. Have oh. you heard the, uh, <coughs> pardon me, I'm so sorry. That's okay. Have you heard the Dave Matthews band version no, of that song? I don't think so. There's this incredible live version. I'll, I'll, um, I'll send you a link to okay. it. Um, is it like acoustic-y or is it it's, like a yes. band? Uh, okay. Well, he's got, he's got the band with him, mm-hmm. but um, I believe this was when it was just Dave playing mm-hmm. guitar uh, before, uh, shoot. I can't remember the the electric guy's name that came on later, uh, but um, I believe it was before the electric guitar player came on board. But uh, there's so it's Dave playing electric. They have a bass player. They've got a a drummer. There's sax and and violin. Oh wow, that would be lovely. But there's a, a, there's a gaggle of ladies uh, singing. Okay. The backups and okay. One so- of them in particular is. I mean, they're all great, yeah, but yeah. there's this one. There's this one chick that is just <laughs> dangerous. Oh. She's so good, and oh, it's wow. like, yeah, I want to hear it. It's <laughs> it's it's an awesome, awesome rendition. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to send it to you. Yeah, I know a lot of people cover it. That's yeah. for sure, and but. for good reason. I mean, yeah. like, yeah, this is a fucking awesome song. Yeah, like you know, oh, I know. So I know. Where did you used to get like? Because now it seems like there's nothing to it. But did you used to get, like everybody, I'm sure, did you get really bad nerves when you first started playing? Well, or did I it was not? in a cocoon when yeah. I first started playing. Okay. You know, and that's the big difference between performing when you're young, yeah. unless you're like really an extrovert. Yeah. Which I'm not. I'm like an extroverted introvert right. kind of thing. I, I like being alone. <laughs> <laughs> But I also, you know, really like yeah. people. Yeah, for sure. And, and enjoy interaction a lot. But um, uh, anyway, what was I saying? <laughs> there I go again. I was, a- I was asking about nerves. Oh yeah, <clears throat> yeah, um, uh, yeah. I guess I, I guess I was nervous. Like I, I was always pretty much of a perfectionist. Sure. So I always I practiced a lot, and mm-hmm. and I knew my stuff. But as far as reaching out to the audience or being able to say anything or tell a joke or anything, it just wasn't there. Because I guess I put up a barrier. Right. Because of nerves, I guess. Sure. Or just lack of confidence. Because so so many of our problems stem from just basic lack of confidence. That little voice saying, oh, no, you can't do that. You're good. Yeah. 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 So you really, you know, what do they know? You know, obviously you've accomplished a lot. You made it this far. Yeah. So. (laughs) 
you know what? Like, and even for even for people that like aren't like awesome players, still you you have to give recognition to anybody that's willing to get up on stage because that takes guts. Uh huh. And you know? people look at you differently yeah. as soon as you do. Yeah. I found that really disorienting. It's weird, right? You know, people you've known all your life are all of a sudden like looking at you differently. Yeah. It's like nothing's but you're, changed. But you yourself are the same person. Yeah, nothing's changed. <laughs> the only difference is I'm on a three-foot riser. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know? it's, it's and like, you can hear me. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Unless you yeah. got a terrible sound, man. That That but. is really funny how people create this distance as, as soon as someone rises up like or a, or a politician or a speaker yeah. or a writer or yeah. anybody who yeah. who kind of does something that yeah, it's others don't do mostly. which is it's kind of funny though because like at least i know for me for for people that have some kind of limelight in our that i admire i find now it doesn't happen very often but i i have been starstruck a couple of times and it's a weird thing because like, I, I almost feel like I should know better, mm-hmm. you know, because, like, I know a lot of really incredibly talented musicians and stuff like that and, and really good actors and writers and yep. et cetera. But sometimes you meet somebody and you're just like, uh, hi. Oh, I know her. <laughs> <laughs> and you make a complete fool of right? yourself. Oh, uh, I, uh, <laughs> oh, fuck. It was so bad. I met Tom Bose from oh. uh, Tower of Power. Oh, wow. Because uh, um, some friends of mine in Hamilton have a uh, uh, a tribute act. I, I believe they had to change the name. Now they're called Soulfinger, but oh. they were originally called Bomb City. Oh. And um, and I, somehow Tom Bells found out about them. Oh. And he had a gig in, it was either in Hamilton or in Toronto or something like that, yeah. where he was doing some really cool corporate gig. And so he needed he needed a backup band. Um, so we hired them, but just as like kind of a warm up show, he came to Hamilton and played at the St. Hollywood with them. Oh yes. And, um, one, a really good friend of mine, Braden Varco, who's a phenomenal. Oh I, yes. You have met Braden. Yes. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal guitarist. And, um, he was like, dude, you gotta come fucking see this show. Yeah, He's yeah. like, Tom's going to be there. You, <laughs> you, you gotta come. You should meet him. And I was like, yeah, totally. And, um, it was so weird. Like. Cause I've met other famous people before, and yeah. you know, you, you just you got to you just be cool, right? Yeah, you're you, like, oh, you hello, just have you know, to be yourself. Yeah, you kind of freak out on the inside, but at yeah. least externally, you try to remain calm and yeah. not look like an idiot. Yeah, but it like to and me, Tower of Power yeah. is such a big deal for yeah. me, right? So, yeah. and he's there, and like I, I met him on uh, intermission too. So this was after I got to watch him sing. So that oh, so you're didn't like, help. Uh. So it's just like, oh my god, you're so good, and it was. <laughs> It was awful, like, because um, I was hanging out in the green room, room rather, with the rest of the band, and Amber's with me, and, yeah. um, and he came over, and he started talking to me, and I was just like, hi, oh. and he's like, <laughs> he's like, so do you play, and I was like, yeah, and he's like, that's nice, <laughs> well, what do you play, and Amber's, Amber had to lean in and go, he's a bass player, <laughs> can't you tell, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I have four strings. <laughs> oh, I apologize to bass players. <laughs> You're not wrong. Um, <laughs> but, well, uh, hey, well, my son's a bass player. Yeah. Some of my so best you know friends then. are bass so players. So you know. Yeah. yeah. 
I'm sorry, oh. Mike. That was not very nice. <laughs> uh, but it was, oh, it was so bad. And he's like, relax, dude. So I'm just I'm like anybody else here. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, of course. Obviously. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like, it was so stupid. It was, I felt like such an idiot. Yeah. But it's still, you know, sometimes it just, there's that thing yeah. where you're like, wow. Yeah. Well, I, I got an autograph from somebody once who struck me that way, but I was like, 16 i think <laughs> staying at at my aunt and uncle's place um near vancouver mm. and m- my sister and i went out on the train for a month to visit some relatives which nice. was a real adventure that's cool we'd never been away from home mm. you know? it was it was so fun i love train travel because you meet so many people and they're getting on and off it. and it's great that's cool. <laughs> and I had my guitar and, you yeah. know, and other people had theirs and we were nice. playing for people and so on. It was a lot of fun. That's wicked. But we, uh, they got us tickets to see Harry Belafonte. Holy shit. At the Queen Elizabeth Theater in Vancouver. And we were like last row in the balcony. And Miriam McCabe opened for him. Hmm. Are you familiar with her? I'm, she's a I'm world music musician, you know, from South Africa. And she's oh, cool. an activist. And uh, my first introduction to world music, I guess, and, and I guess my first live concert. Oh, wow. Okay. And anyways, my uncle said, <laughs> look, we can, we'll stay around and get his autograph after the show. So we waited outside, and there was only a handful of people. And Harry Belafonte came out, and he was just so tall and so beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> He's a good-looking oh, dude. Oh, gosh. It's a handsome man. <laughs> <laughs> Still getting a little warm thinking oh, about yeah. it, eh, Jane? <laughs> Gonna have to take that scarf off. <laughs> but he didn't say much. He was just very... And he was beautifully dressed in this kind of silvery, light-colored suit. Right. And, uh, cool. Just so classy. And he didn't say much. He just was very classy and signed and yeah. disappeared and... And we went and we left. And I kept that forever. I don't know. I might still have it somewhere, the autograph. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's very cool. So, yeah, I was starstruck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it happens sometimes, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, uh, it's, it is cool, though, when you get to meet people that you consider to be famous. Mm-hmm. And then they turn out to be just the coolest people. Oh, yeah. I mean, sometimes it doesn't go that way. But it's mm-hmm. always the best yeah. when that happens. Yeah. So, oh, for yeah. sure, yeah. Like we've met people through Mike and Lindsay. You know, more people sure. in the blues community than we could have, you know, uh, met. Like getting to know Jesse Whiteley and and his dad Chris, mm. and uh, you know, and uh, just a whole group of people that we never knew. And you know, Facebook helps with that, you know. Oh, totally. And you, because you make contact with all these people who are interested in what you're interested in, and yeah. and you, you know, you. It's it's a real community. It's good for that, especially if you're isolated. Yeah, you know for sure. <laughs> if you're out in the sticks. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. You can't just can't go everywhere you want to go. Man, just real mm. quick too, because you've brought him up a couple times. Mike is your son, and he is the bassist for the Twenty Fourth Street Whalers, that's right. who is a totally ballin' blues band. They are so goddamn good. They are so great. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. If you're a big fan of like. Uh, uh, little Willie John, or uh, or Little Richard, <laughs> mm-hmm. or any, that type of rock and roll music and old old school R and B rhythm and blues. Yeah. Ooh, it's so great! And yeah. uh, you know, he's my son, and yeah, and the drummer is my daughter in law. Yeah, and so uh, you know, I think they're great anyway. But yeah. they put on the greatest show. Yeah. 
Oh, I'm not. God. I'm not related to them at yeah. all, and <laughs> I don't get like they're fucking awesome. Yeah. Even if I didn't know you, I yeah. they still would have floored me. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And yeah. it's really cool too because uh, Lindsay, the the drummer. Is also the singer, yes. which you don't see a whole lot of of drummer slash vocalists no. these days. No, so it's re- and and oh. she's a really good. She's a fantastic singer. singer and like, a great drummer too. Oh, oh yeah, just oh, all around yeah. musician. And all yeah. of them are oh, yeah. amazing. So talented songwriter, yeah. <laughs> and you know does does art for the albums, and you know. Oh, I didn't know she did the album art too. Oh, I I think so. She has done anyway. Has done? Cool. Yeah. Yeah, very I think cool. they, they, it's very much an in-house kind of a thing. Yeah, and I think their cool. next record is going to be all in-house, I think. They're... Wow, good for them. Yeah. That's so, awesome. Yeah. They're very independent, and they've stayed that way. Yeah. You know, and they're... Kind of doing it all on their own terms. They are. They yeah. tour relentlessly. Mm-hmm. You know, they're living in Austin right now, and we're hoping to get down there for a visit and, you know, stay yeah. a week and hang out and... You should do the Vegas thing, Jane. <laughs> Go to Ve- I know yeah. we were talking about that before we started recording, but like. Yeah, they're playing the Viva Las Vegas uh, Rockabilly Weekend in April. Mm. The big car show. They've got a couple of shows as part of that. They're playing with all the legends, you know. Vegas is a riot, dude. You gotta do it. It's like, and not to, like, and not to mention going to see the Viva Las Vegas show. Yeah. And 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 just you know, seeing seeing Mike and Lindsay would be great. Yeah. You know. And yeah, but they'll be busy. They'll be working. Yeah, yeah. So it's, you could go yeah. see them play, and then you can just yeah. go hit the strip. <laughs> You're allowed you know to what? just walk around with booze on the strip. Yeah. You could double fist. Yeah. The whole time. Well, that that has more appeal for you than me, I think. <laughs> Not really. I'm a lightweight, half a beer, and I'm trashed. Yeah, well, I'm not much better. I'd, I'd carry that one beer with me from yeah. casino to casino. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually not oh. true. When I was there, I drank way too much. Yeah. I had seven. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, Dawson. <laughs> I was, oh, I was I walking the line. for days after, eh? I was, I was in rough shape. Yeah. God damn. Yeah, I'm not much it's of a drinker. A, no, me neither. <laughs> It's a cool joint, though. Yeah, I know. Places. It would be so fun, and especially everybody would be dressed up, you know, in yeah. the in all the clothes and the styles and the cars. Mm. Like it'll be a sight to behold, let alone to hear. Yeah. Yeah, but no, I I, I doubt we'll we'll get it together for that. All right. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe someday. Maybe. Once, you, once you get your passports in order. Yeah, I just wish they could get a good gig in Peterborough. That, that, that would, would be pay. Cool. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the trouble. Yeah. You know, like nobody's willing to pay what they want want and they don't want to take a chance like to and book a gig themselves you know yeah well it's it's, it's rough it's unfortunate that um i think the the technology that's been surrounding music the last 15 or so years has been really double-sided uh double-edged i should say mm-hmm. um <clears throat> where creating music has never really been easier but then trying to make a living off of it has never, never really been, been harder, harder yeah which is a problem for those of us that do it for a living yeah because sure. it's you know it's really it's really a patchwork usually and, yeah and they're hugely. really lucky to be mm-hmm. able to tour and and make a living very much so and you know they sell a lot of cds on the road and stuff and that, that mm-hmm. helps and so on and they get they give great shows and they they get good shows like headlining at festivals and so on yeah totally yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I think um, I do think though that in any community, not just not just our own, but any community, it's really 
that community's responsibility to not screw over your your live entertainment like they work hard to be able to do that yeah and you need to respect them and not just because i'm in it Mm -hmm. but i mean for anything like if i if i go see a play or if i go watch a martial arts exhibition Mm -hmm. um or not just an exhibition like if i go to watch like uh just on saturday unfortunately i wasn't able to make it but um quest mma happened at Mm -hmm. at uh, the venue and these are people that train relentlessly to better themselves as martial artists and then Mm -hmm. they test it in a ring with physical consequences if they're not ready yeah you know you can get hurt and and that is you know whether you think it's barbarism or not and i don't mean you specifically no, no. jane just the no, proverbial no. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm not gonna comment on it. yeah it's not something i would do sure or go sure. see that's sure all. <laughs> i'm 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 a big fan but i mean i trained in martial arts as a little yeah, kid that's right. and, I'm, and i'm doing uh i'm doing jujitsu i'm terrible at jujitsu i'm getting Why smoked at, because i never did it before oh oh it's new it's, it's new different. yeah it's scary it's, 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 <laughs> I don't know if I'd necessarily say it's scary. It's a little intimidating because it's been a long time since I've been a white belt. Yeah. But I really dig it. Okay, good. And I'm, you know, I'm kind of... You'll get better, too. Oh, yeah. Eventually. Yeah. Eventually. Until then, I'll, you know, keep getting choked out by <laughs> people that know what they're doing when yeah. I don't. And that's fine. That's how you learn. You gotta but, fight your way up. Yeah. You know, it's and it's it's like anything, you know. Um, But again, you know, I think we need to be willing to actually spend the money. And that will help foster entertainment for, for anybody that, that's a part of it, whether it's music or whether it's acting, whether yeah. it's martial arts, what what have you. Yeah, you know? well, I'm from a generation that's used to buying and paying for their music. So yeah. for me, it's, it's well, not a yeah, problem. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Business as usual. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, for, for people that are a little bit spoiled, yeah. it's really unfortunate that they have this mindset, well, I'll just get it for free online. Yeah. You know, because like whether you want to admit to it or not, you're you're stealing yeah i know i know i know but people just they just have this mindset and i don't think you're you're going to change that no probably not (laughs) but i want to say it anyway yeah so therefore there's got to be another solution like there's got to be another way of attacking this problem i think part of it is just that the fact that the technology is so new and it's really hard for people are really resistant to restrictions and I get that, you know, because it's, you know, the internet is supposed to be this big open space of freedom and stuff like that. But at the same time, like it shouldn't be at the expense of, of other people, you know, like you, Oh no, like there's some hideous things like all this, you know, like Twitter wars and like all the awful things you see online and stuff. It's just pretty, people are just, like wow. Well, it's, I think it's easier for them when they feel like they're anonymous. Yeah, I guess because you so. wouldn't talk to somebody that way face to face ever, yeah. unless wow, you know, if you're a piece of shit, you might. But yeah, <laughs> but you know, I, I would. Most people I know, I like to think, wouldn't say things anonymously. No, no, you know. But, so the people that that all of a sudden they they feel like they have license to say things through this anonymous portal. Yeah, you know, like there. They're the people that are suppressing this shit all the time, I yeah. guess. That's the, the right-wing base. Yeah. <laughs> and they I'm convinced they will never, ever change. It's in their genes. They can't change. Maybe. I they hope can't. not. They can't. 
I th- I think a big part of it is that um, a lot of people we just have to th- keep them small. Yeah, it's the swing in between that counts. Mm. <laughs> I I think at least for the the people that like to sling a lot of shit online, I feel like probably now I don't know this for obviously I don't I, I know very little things for sure. Right. Um. <laughs> yeah. I try not to deal in absolutes because I'm wrong a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. So. <clears throat> But I feel like a lot of people that do this kind of stuff are the ones that didn't really grow up in a time before the internet and didn't have they're oh, like they're almost kind of insulated to yeah. to the repercussions of actually dealing with people face to face and they feel like oh this person is on the other side of the country yeah. they're you know and it's different when you're dealing just in a text based format yeah where there's oh, there's no tone different. of voice there's yeah. no body language you don't have to see the anguish on somebody else's face when you say something really cutting yeah you know it's it's, it's really there's this bizarre emotional disconnect yeah. from it and I think it makes it, and I think that's why it's easier for people to. It's like you know, an addiction. Yeah, it it's creeps. weird. Yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> it gets into people, and I think that's why it's easier for people as well to to illegally download movies and music and comedy. You become and, desensitized. Totally. Yeah. You totally do. Yeah. You know. You and, objectify them. It's like it's us and them. Yeah. And yeah. you know. We have the shitty end of the stick, so obviously screw them. Yeah. It's our chance. Yeah. yeah. And it's you know it's. I, you know, and just, I guess my bottom line is just don't be a, don't be an asshole. You know, it's, it's simple. You know? It's <laughs> like do to others what you would like them to do to you. It's so simple. Absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Enough said. Yeah. <laughs> but so hard to do because it's our, it's our nature to question and to doubt. Yeah. And then you start getting crazy ideas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pay for your entertainment is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> I second that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you should be nice to, to people. Mike says in the States, they play uh, a lot for like, he says everyone tips. Really? Yeah. There's a huge tip culture. He's, and he says, it's just automatic. People like just come up and give you money, give you money, really? give you money. But, but you may not get a lot up front. Right. You know? Right. And so it's just a whole other kind of deal. And he yeah. says he wishes, like, if we had a better tip culture in Canada, because yeah. people, like, they they think they don't need to. Yeah. And a lot of people can't afford to. Sure. I, I, get, I get that. that. Yeah. I get that, too. I get that. Yeah. And they can support in other ways by just being being good at your gig and not being an ass and yeah. enjoying the show, yeah. adding to the atmosphere. Yeah, Whatever. for sure. Get yeah. up and dance. Yeah. Please don't call out. Free bird. No, 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 or you know, no, or what's or, that other one? It's all right now. It's a, yeah. <laughs> I like that song. I do too, and it gets fills the dance floor every yeah. time. I used to cover that with uh, with Devin and Ben in Newspeak. Oh, come on, I, I heard it at the Dober a million times. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah, I used to play it. They still do play there. it down there, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, that's not a diss. It's one <laughs> no, of those songs that well, everyone knows. For sure. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing with Freebird. I love yeah. when. Skinnerd plays it. Yeah. You know? And I used to enjoy playing it too when I was like 17, but mm-hmm. yeah. I don't, I don't want to play it anymore. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's, yep. and I'm sure there's tons of tunes like that for you too, where oh, it's sure. like, I've played this song into the ground yeah, and I'd really like to leave it alone. Yeah. Please stop asking me to play it. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. is, it's a weird thing too, to even bring that up sometimes where yeah. you're like, I, I feel like I've exhausted this tune and I don't want to do it, but then you f- almost feel expected to do it yeah in a way yeah how do you deal with that kind of stuff 
Well, or do you just stop doing that song? <laughs> I I don't know. Um, uh, well, people will sometimes just accept if you just say uh, no, but I, I can do this one. Right. You know, you yeah. can maybe deflect them sometimes. Yeah, totally. But um, you know, like um, if I can do it, I will. Yeah. Because it's something new. Sure. It, it, we'll be winging it. Yeah. It'll be a party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's do it. Go for it. Yeah. If I think I, if I think I can, but mm-hmm. usually I don't. I won't know all the words or something, and I'll sure. just decline or you know I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't get. I don't know. There's not a lot of songs that I would refuse to do. I don't think. Yeah. If people ask for them, I get sure. asked for "Shaky Ground" all the time. Yeah. And it's it's the ladies who love to dance. Yes. You know, of course, because it's a great punk yeah, tune. It's got a great groove. Yeah. It's easy to dance to. Yeah. So yeah, it's like uh, you're doing a "Land of a Thousand Dances" all yeah, the time. Yeah, I'm getting pretty sick of that. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm getting. I'm getting I pretty. Bet. I'm getting. I, I got. You know, it's. I love that tune. And yeah. again, I love when Wilson Pickett does it. Yes. And it's it's getting to be the same sort of thing with Man's World. Oh yeah. I love when James Brown does it. Yeah. And I do enjoy playing it, but I, you know, I know how to play a lot of other shit. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to show people, yeah. <laughs> you know, but yeah. it's well, those, just, just those say, two you know, uh, um, mm. we're not going to be doing that one tonight, but, but here's, you know. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. For sure. Um, but then, you know, if, and it's weird too, uh, if, a, if another musician asks me for a tune. I feel more compelled to play it for them yeah. as opposed to just just a crowd some, member. Yeah, some yeah. some stranger that I don't know. Because yeah. it's like, I don't feel the need to impress you. If it's somebody that I know that plays, it's like, oh. <laughs> I, which is a weird thing. Like, I feel this obligation to be like, you're one of us. Yeah. I must I must accommodate you because, yeah. you know. Yeah. But then I, a part of me is also like, you should know better. <laughs> Both, right to both, both. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I know what uh, you mean, because sometimes you sort of see an opportunity to do something Yeah. that maybe, um, I don't know, I don't know, I don't I don't think I've ever taken advantage of anything like that. No, maybe I've never had any opportunities like that, I don't know. Uh, but anyway, yeah, sometimes your, your lesser angels sure. prompt, prompt you. Yeah. <laughs> A little too loudly. Uh. <laughs> so... And it's cool, actually. I want to talk to you about this too because I, I I had a family band as well. But you've you've had you had a family band. Uh, yeah, the Mom, Mama's, Mama's Boys. Mama's Boys. Yeah, it was great. The it grew out of the boys, uh, Jesse, Liam, and Mike. That that was guitar, drums, and bass. And they had a trio, and they played um, metal. They played um, Maiden yeah. and Priest and Slayer, yeah, and stuff like that. And, and they played classic rock. They played like Voodoo Child. And mm. they did Young Lust. Oh, that's a, what yeah. A great and, oh song. man, Jesse could really sing that, and I, that, I love the bass line in that too. Yeah, <laughs> bum 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 bum. Yeah, I, like, oh, I love that whole record. That whole record yeah. is awesome. Oh, for sure. We're talking about Pink Floyd, The Wall. Yes. Just in no, case not, it's not Young it, Lust. Yes, it is in yeah, the Wall. Yes, the wall. that's right. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. But anyway, so they did a lot, a lot of tunes like that, mm. and. Um, we always we had we were going to blues fest all the time. We mm. were listening to blues. We had blues records. We had blues videos, DVDs, like VHS tapes, yeah. and lots of lots of music all the time. It was our main activity. We we went to as many concerts and things as we could with the guys and <coughs> saw a lot of great great artists. Yeah, 
You Way too go- many to, <laughs> to list. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> was it with Mama's Boys that you guys opened for um, April Wine as well? Or was that a different uh, No, band? that was Scrap Metal. That was Scrap Metal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You weren't in Scrap Metal, though. No. No. No, that no. Was... That was the trio. And they... they um, right. They uh they did a, a record of covers called Greatest Hits. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Uh, with Andy Thompson at Studio Twenty Nine out there in Warkworth. Right. And then um, they got in a band competition in Oshawa. Okay. At a club there, and it was all ages, and so they had to write original songs. Right. So the pressure was on. So they they wrote some original songs mm-hmm. and got into the band competition and went right. We went back two or three times and. And got right to the final, but it was an audience voting thing. So whoever has, you know, whoever sure. has the most uh, people there right. <laughs> is going to win. Of course. But anyway, it was great experience gained, and mm-hmm. they had these songs. So the next thing was they entered um, the Emergenza Music Competition based in Toronto. Right. And um, the day they were supposed to go for the interview um, was an ice storm of magnitude proportion. Oh, so. Shit. We were supposed to meet the guy at Steve's Music in Toronto. So I called the store and said, you know, we can't make it. The weather's terrible. There was Toronto. The radio said there was 250 accidents in Toronto alone on the one day. And anyway, so he writes on the website the next day how, you know, some bands didn't make it and was dissing, dissing bands that pulled out. So I wrote back and and said what happened. And I said, you know, we want back in. So, you know, arrange something for us. So he wrote back and he said, I respect those remarks, you know, and blah, 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 get back in. So anyways, we went on, they won three or four rounds and, um, and they were so excited. I mean, playing on the Toronto stage at the reverb and, uh, the 360, which was another club that was also the Ukrainian embassy during by day or something like that. Oh, (laughs) weird. Or Ukrainian legion or something like that. Anyway, it's on Queen Street. But from that, they got gigs at the Bovine Sex Club. Oh, nice. Yeah, and uh, <coughs> and uh, clo- uh, closed the show for Canadian Music Week 2006 at the Bovine. Oh, nice. They asked them to close. And they had bands, there are half a dozen bands from all over the world. Like there was an all-girl band from Sweden. Cool. And they're all, they were all blondes, these tall blonde girls. Oh, there. nice. And they played these really, really fast, simple punky kind of tunes really mm. they were just over before you knew it and then there was a band from mexico mm. uh, and you know and a band from italy i think like they a nice. band from montreal their mom drove them down in the That's van awesome. it was very cool <laughs> so we we go through all these bands and the boys are going to be on at 3 a.m wow and uh they the bovine folks they had the restaurant next door so they you could you could park the kids there because they're sure. under they're underage. Yeah, yeah. They couldn't go, wouldn't go in. Yeah, yeah. Until they could only go on stage and then go off the stage and right out yeah. the door again. Yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> uh, and they had played there two or three times and they they had quite a following because people loved the Maiden and that sort of yeah. stuff there. And uh, anyways, it, it was very exciting. We were all really super excited. A lot of us traveled up for the show and. And they came on and, and just blew the crowd away. Like, and yeah. we we have uh, it was filmed, but the sound is like so terrible; it's really uh. distorted. But the show is amazing, you know. Yeah. Like Jesse just was that was his home 
on yeah. stage in a place like that. He was so confident. He would jump out on the speakers and do his solos, you know. So He's cool. got the red BC Rich guitar, yeah, you know. And yeah, and the oh. big metal axe. <laughs> Those things are the best. And his hair's like all over the place and yeah. the tattoos and stuff, you know. And anyway, uh, it was what an experience. And yeah. they were so well received. And they got they recorded three tunes with Rob Sanzo. Um, he had a music studio in, in Toronto. I'm not sure if he still does. Uh, called Signal to Noise, and um, so that they actually have like three really good quality recordings of of three other tunes that are pretty great. Cool. And they can be found, I think, still on MySpace. Really? <laughs> yeah. Scrap metal. That's wild. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um, I don't know. I like I I spent a lot of time like finding gigs for them and doing mm. background work and just right. being a contact so person. So like a manager, basically. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, I, <laughs> my perf- I wanted to perform again. Yeah. You know? And so gradually we, we built up a repertoire of blues and classic rock and, and we started playing. And uh, So that's how Mama's Boys was, was built then? Yeah. Was, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. and then, But uh, it was difficult because Mike and Liam were away at school. Right. And that that was like Toronto and Hamilton. And, right. you know, it just became impossible. And uh, we were just getting ready to replace Mike with Ken Grant, who plays um, with Ken Tizard. Right. He's a bassist from Campbellford who's very, really, really a great guy and really great player. You know, you know, Ken, he's very, oh, yeah. very low key. Yeah. Very he's quiet. A, he's a cool dude, he's though. He's very like, cool. <laughs> I've only had a handful of conversations with him, but he's... Yeah. He's always been very nice to me. Yeah, yeah. So we call him Mr. Grant because there's Ken Tizard and Ken Grant, so we right. have to, you know, Mr. Grant. Yes, um, seniority. I, I don't know if I've, I don't know if I've met Ken Grant. I've definitely met Tizard. A couple yeah, yeah. Times. He's yeah. he's a hip dude. I he's like great. In fact, uh, me and Johnny and my nephew Dave Fry are doing a, a, a little CD for his new record label. Very cool. Street Records, yeah. And what it is, is we our name is uh, Jane Archer and the Reactionaries. Oh, cool. And we're a bluegrass trio, and we cover um, Cold War era songs. Really? We are doing uh, songs like you, You'd Better Pray to the Lord When You See Those Flying Saucers. That's one by the Buchanan Brothers. There's one called uh, I'm No Communist. Um, there's... Uh, one called Advice to Joe. That's like Joe Stalin, right? Oh, wow. Okay. We're doing one called Uranium Fever about <laughs> prospecting for, you know, bomb materials, mm-hmm. basically. Um, there's a great tune called Old Man Adam, which is kind of like a rap. Oh, cool. And it's done by the Sons of the Pioneers, among others. Are you familiar with the Sons of the Pioneers? I am not. Well, how about Roy Rogers? Yeah, oh yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm okay, well, Rogers. he was a member of this vocal group, the Sons of the Pioneers, and Roy really? Rogers was a singing cowboy, along with Gene Autry. These two are another musical influence to me, because their movies, their westerns, were on TV Saturday mornings. Right. And they would have all these songs, and Sons of the Pioneers were a great vocal group, you know. Yeah. And. Yeah. Uh, they cool clear water. That's one of the tunes they covered. Really? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, but they do this song called "Old Man Adam," and uh, it starts out. Uh, we sing it in three part harmony, but you sing Hiroshima, Nagasaki, Alamogordo, Bikini. 
And then it goes, I'm going to teach you all a sermon about old man Adam, that's me. I don't mean the Adam in the Bible, Adam. I don't mean the Adam that Mother Eve elated. I mean the thing that science liberated, the thing that Einstein says he's scared of. And when Einstein's scared, brother, you'd better be scared. And it goes on and on. That's like. so cool. <laughs> That's really cool. I can't. When? When are you guys? Oh, we're going gonna in? start soon. We're gonna start All very right. soon. Yeah, Ken's at the National Folk Alliance thing in Kansas City right okay. now, and uh, he's getting very big in the states. He's been being booked at Merle Fest, the big. Uh, Oh, bluegrass nice. festival and he's right rubbing elbows with all these like bluegrass legends and and like you know he's like basically uh wow it's very cool because that's sick yeah but anyway uh uh pretty soon because we want to do it soon yeah, yeah. Uh, and my nephew is he's um he's not that fond of performing sure so he's going to kind of bow out after we get the cd done and we're going to do uh, a couple of strategic gigs and then Johnny and I are going to be looking for um, an extremely talented bluegrass guitar player slash vocalist who understands the material cool. <laughs> and the irony of it. Yeah. That's awesome. But, you know, Ken thinks it's really going to go. Yeah. You know? I don't see uh, why it wouldn't. Yeah. yeah. That's really, really cool. you yeah. got to let me know when that's done. Our CD is <clears> going <throat> to be called Alternative Facts. <laughs> not timely oh, i mean fuck that's funny <laughs> i mean it's like it's it's funny because it's kind of sad yeah in a way but yeah. holy shit yeah Alter oh, and, and you know a lot of these songs are in fallout 4 right yeah okay. so wow and so it's like it's like a whole new generation through that game yeah. like know about this music and like there's there's an appetite for it and yeah. people can't believe these songs yeah. like, like they're they're pretty outrageous. There's I, some outrageous songs. <laughs> I I can imagine. I I've never played any of the Fallout games. I've I've yeah. seen other people play them. Okay. Um, the soundtrack's fantastic. That's sweet. Yeah. I'll I'll be honest. Like video games, um, are not a regularly done thing for me. I mean, I I have a ton of them. Yeah. Yeah. And like mostly mostly old ones yeah because like really... you, you spent more time when you were younger yeah when yeah. i was when i was a little kid you, you know? don't want to spend your time doing it so much not really yeah. i mean every once in a while i'll get together with some buddies we were doing a weekly thing and we were playing like a lot of like just just retro games it was every monday just kind of unwind because i had to do cart <laughs> uh even older than that like regular nintendo like yeah, that's uh, what all my, the kids love to play like contra and <laughs> shit like that okay uh, uh, like the original mario brother games and stuff like that um oh yes i, I was doing it weekly um just to kind of unwind because yeah been doing a lot of stuff and yeah yeah i guess i was kind of i was kind of stressed and yeah. being maybe a little tense around the house and amber's like you need a fucking hobby yeah so <laughs> good for her yeah no yeah. she's uh she's a lot smarter than me so yeah. it's, it's nice to have her around <clears throat> That's awesome, yeah. So, Amber's amazing. Yeah, I agree. That's, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I have great respect for her. Oh, that's <laughs> that's cool. She loves you, and uh, <laughs> likewise. <laughs> she uh, she definitely appreciates, um, because Amber's a huge blues freak too, and she cool. loves all that old stuff, and yeah, um, and uh, the, the when when we were playing together a lot, um. I would, I would be like, oh, I'm like, check out this tune I'm learning. She's like, yeah, it's a really good song. And I was like, oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, this song. <laughs> all right. Cool. 
well, what about this? She's like, yeah, 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 it's good. I'm you're glad, not glad listening to me, Dawson. I'm glad you're playing that stuff. I, I love this stuff because, like, I was I was in a considerably heavier music when I was a kid. Oh, sure, right? yeah, so, sure. Like um, that's a natural progression. Yeah, My kids all totally. did that. Yeah, it was. You know, you kind of go the metal route, and then you follow mm-hmm. it back, and you follow. Yeah. Well, actually, for me, it's it's funny. Um, uh, one of the first, uh, one of the first musicians that really grabbed a hold of me was uh chuck berry yeah and it was because of back to the future yeah when um sure when marty mcfly plays john yes. be good to, yeah. uh, chuck hey yeah. chuck <laughs> it's your cousin <laughs> marvin berry yeah you know that new sound you're looking for <laughs> listen to this right that is a great moment right and so that 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 grabbed Devin and I both pretty early. And then uh, we were lucky enough when we were, and I, I've talked about this before on the show. Uh, I talked to Brandon about it, actually. Because okay. uh, he is the biggest Colin James fanatic I've ever I know met. That. <laughs> and, and you just uh, saw him what? Yeah. Last uh, night? Saturday. Saturday? Sat- no, Friday. And actually, I, I locked out and I got to go with him because yeah. um, originally uh, Matt Diamond was going to go with him because Matt got the tickets right, and hooked right. it up through the, through the radio. Yeah. But Matt wasn't able to make it. So. Oh, Brandon's he stepped like, into the void. <laughs> yeah, he's like, dude, he's like, Matt can't make it. Do you want to come mm-hmm. to college? I was like, fuck yes, I do. Yeah. So uh, we went and um, oh, I feel so bad. Uh, uh, Tammy Nielsen opened up. And um, if you don't know her, no. you'd love her, Jane. Okay. You would love She, I would equate her voice, not necessarily uh, the musical style, because it's more rockabilly kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But her her voice is almost like if you mashed up Adele and Amy Winehouse. Oh my God! Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's powerhouse. Oh, they are both amazing. Yeah. yeah. And this this chick is that yeah and she, <laughs> where is she from do you know oh she's canadian yeah. but um i'll have to me. look her up but she's based in new zealand because uh she her husband is a new zealand huh. uh fella okay. cool. and new zealander okay yeah i guess I think is that's that... what they say yeah yeah Maybe. i think so uh sometimes i think kiwi sometime <laughs> or is that not that's not new zealand that's uh australia maybe that's it's like kind of like the not nice thing to call them maybe sort of like calling a Brit a limey or something like that, which is like not a cool thing to say. I yeah, guess. Yeah. I don't. Re- I'm not. I'm yeah. not super up on these. No, but I think slangs. we're safe with New Zealander. Cause how <laughs> yeah. could you ever take that as an insult? I don't know. I don't know. I'm a dummy though. Person so. from New Zealand. Yes. <laughs> a resident. Yeah, a resident of New Zealand. Yes. That um, should cover it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and. Uh, very very cool and the drummer actually uh was for new zealand and her brother was the guitarist so oh, just more family band stuff which was super great. cool and her parents were like touring musicians and um this beautiful 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 song i think it's called um i think it's called lonely is uh-huh. and um unfortunately her i guess her father passed away not too long ago uh-huh. and um they thought they knew all the songs he'd ever written but about wow. a week after he'd passed away they found this demo of this song oh and so her band has uh kind of rearranged it and put it out yeah. in in their style yeah uh, to to keep his music going That's and it's wonderful. it's gorgeous and i'll tell you i th- i think there were probably some some damp cheeks yeah. after the tune was done i know i i got kicked in the feels <laughs> by it. it was it was great i loved oh, it that's and, great and uh it was it was just the three of them uh that opened for colin it was the trio it yeah. was her brother and the drummer and she sometimes played acoustic guitar other times she did like some percussion stuff they didn't even have a bass player okay and believe it or not 
still sounded incredibly full. Yeah. And wow. that's and to me that's a testament of how good they are because yeah. it almost sounds wrong a lot of the time if you don't have bass. Oh, I know. Now I'm kind of biased. Well, yeah, but, but you you mm. want the bottom, man. I know yeah. I listen to a lot of times bass lines is what I hear first, mm. you know. <laughs> me too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I never hear the words. Like yeah. first, I always hear just the emotional impact yeah. of it, how it makes me feel, you know. Yeah, and for some tongue sure. some songs make you just like feel all tingly. Yeah. <laughs> the good ones do. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I'll tell you, like, um, I've been listening to the song since I was sixteen years old. Maybe younger. Maybe younger. Uh but um Operator or uh That's Not the Way It Feels by Jim Crochet. Okay. And Every time he says, um, there's something in my eye, you know, it happens every time. I think about the love that I thought would save me. Every time that happens, even now, I'm thinking I, about I it. I got some too. It's just like, it's like, oh God, I just got oh, some. you bastard. You just cut me right to the quick. Every time I hear that, I'm just like, <laughs> That's so funny. it's okay, Mr. Crochet. You'll be fine. <laughs> you know so it's funny. like oh i love it i love it so yeah. i totally i know exactly the tinglys you yeah. get it it's like oh yeah. yeah that's how you know it's right yeah that's right yeah and um yeah when it's really righteous yeah you know, like when you get that feeling you know yeah. yeah like the when i used to perform i didn't really feel anything except maybe just kind of you know I like doing it. Yeah, I liked singing. That bit of adrenaline you get. But I didn't get. feel compelled to go that extra step or even know you could. Right. You know? What was your turning point then? Oh, just getting older. <laughs> 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 Giving less fucks oh. <laughs> along the way. That's amazing. Oh. And also, um, when Jesse died. Right. Because, you know, like you realize then that your time is going to be limited. Yeah. And you don't know when it's going to happen. Yeah. So you, you kind of get, if you, you know, some people get down, but you can't sure. let that happen because you, you've got to use it to create art. Yeah. And that yeah. way you can express yourself. For sure. And you can influence others and make others feel yeah better, you yeah. know, about their lives or whatever. And and I, I look on music now as a chance to communicate. Yeah. Primarily. Yeah. And totally. you know, you know what it's like when you start. You get that energy back from the crowd. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like you know, it's I, a gift. I remember I said, I said to Johnny once, you know, I, I think I'm hooked on the endorphins. Yeah. <laughs> the endorphins. Yeah, the I know endorphins. what you mean. The endorphins. Yeah. <laughs> Those sea creatures that make you feel all high. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah. what a feeling! Like you know, yeah. Once you feel that, you just you. I don't know. I just really feel like you can be your true self kind of on yeah. stage yes very much so yeah all those barriers start yeah. coming down and people see what's in you yeah and i gotta say i um and i'm, I'm not just kissing ass blowing smoke <laughs> yeah but no like i i find you very very inspirational oh, because because <laughs> i no, like, i think a lot of people could have just you know gone into a shell and just gone into hiding and yeah and i mean i never got to me jesse and that you know i i you guys would have had from, so much fun together from everything we've ever talked about from it i feel like i really missed out yeah. in a big way yeah because he sounds like and he was he was just an amazing dude from and 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 not just the conversations that you and i have had but mm -hmm. the conversations i've had with other people like 
uh, and and talking with, <clears throat> pardon me, uh, the muddy hack or yeah. Mike Mike right yeah Wallace Who, so about awesome. it. You should talk to him. I should. I should. Yeah. yeah fuck yeah. You've got to do that. Yeah. I'll call. Yeah. I'll I'll call him when we're done. Okay. All right. That's a good idea. Thank you. <laughs> I wow. I can't. I'm I continue to I, inspire you. Yes. <laughs> always always no but like it's it's funny because you know and even before like because when we first started hanging out i didn't know i didn't know anything because we didn't know each other no and and i always thought people think you know who's this weird old lady you know (laughs) what are people thinking nobody ever would tell me what they were thinking i don't mean to keep coughing but you keep making me laugh Um, the first time we ever met was in Johnny's basement. Okay, yeah. And you came down the stairs and, and you know, it's like there's this, this, you know, it's just a, like, I was stoked to be playing in a blues band with a female yeah. front person. Oh, I was really? like, fuck yeah. Because like, it's one different. of my favorite things ever, <laughs> just when a lady sings the blues, you know, it just, it makes you cry different. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I. At least for me, it does. Mm-hmm. Um, when it's when like it, another side. It, yeah, it's, it's another side of what maybe you've experienced yourself. Totally, totally. You know, it's like, another point of view. Yeah, and it was so funny because I saw you walk down the stairs into the basement, and I went, "Well, this is gonna go one of two ways." Uh, yeah, right. She's either gonna be incredible <laughs> or a super bitch or something, right? or. <laughs> Or this is going to be the the first and last time we ever play together. Right, right. I was like, that's all, like... Yeah. Which, and, you know, just... And I know it sounds stupid, but just the... I guess the age divide. Because I'm like... I was like, this is going to go one of two ways. And then, like, you didn't even have a fucking microphone. Oh. And you open your mouth, just... And it, like, over top of the band, I was like, holy shit! Oh, I'm loud, yeah. And I was like, all right, cool, I'm in, I'm in, let's do this. Yeah, and then um, oh, cool. but then yeah, and then like uh, I found out all this stuff like about the the party for pack thing yeah. and raising money for the blues in the schools yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and and just the way that you have you've had a a lot of people come in and out of balls and Jane mm-hmm. and yeah, it, I always feel a bit like Ronnie Hawkins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have all these young up and coming musicians traveling through my band. Yeah, and. <laughs> And they're all great. And I really <laughs> fucking learned a lot and f- fast because it was funny because, like, like I was saying, I I just graduated from music school. Yeah. So for a while, kind of everything was being played off the page. Yeah. And we we had improv class and we had all that kind of stuff. Right. And, and but I was, still, you felt safe sticking to. Yeah. yeah. Was, you know, like I was, I felt safe adhering to. Well, the page and then yeah. you guys are like no, 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 no that's, that's not how we do things <laughs> this here. is the blues <laughs> yeah. it's like right no don't why, why are you playing the exact same thing as the record somebody <laughs> can go listen to the record that's don't fucking do that or it was like yeah that's okay and and uh, a thing that i was really into as, as well was playing like weird kind of dissonant jazz oh sure yeah, yeah. all that shit. hot like, shot shit yeah exactly and you're just like Chill the fuck out, man. Don't don't do that. Smoke a joint, and relax. God damn it. Blues has gotta gotta be basic at on some level. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And and that really I was like, Yeah, that's right. Yeah, less is All more. Right. Yeah, Very totally. much so. And then like it um 
And then also just uh, doing more with backups and stuff, like doing more backup vocals. Because um, anytime I had sang before that, I was singing the lead melodies. Okay, yeah. So it took me a while to... Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, shit, I got to... I gotta find these harmonies that, and ones that aren't already being covered. Yes. Because that was the other thing too with uh, with Johnny and Brandon doing yeah. backups. You know, they kind of already had the expected mm-hmm. harmonies covered a lot of the time, mm-hmm. right? So it was like, shit, I really want to sing because yeah. I, I can. Yeah. Most most of the time, most of the time. <laughs> but uh, you know, I was like, I gotta figure out something else. I can't just. You know, I can't do this, the same old thing. So, yeah. and then, um, and then, um, when I started playing more and more harmonica, you really encouraged me to do more of that oh, yeah. too. Yeah. We've had lots of fun. With a lot that. of fun. <laughs> ah, I, I still love like, and that's, you know, what's funny is uh spoonful. That's a song that you and I have done together many, many times. Yeah. And I, I don't know if I'll get sick of that one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like, like every time you introduce it to, it's like, we scream at each other. Yeah, it's like, yes. yes, we do. Yeah, that's right. And we get up close and just scream. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. It's so much fun, but no. Oh, it was, and it's a really great song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Simple as hell. Yeah. But Two again, notes. a great lyric and, yeah. and, you know, and one chord. And it's got a good vibe, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But no, it was really cool. Like, um, and, and not only very inspirational, but just really super nice to me. <laughs> like you brought me, you introduced me to all these people. Yeah. And you took me around to a bunch of shows and stuff and a bunch of festivals. Yeah. And. Yeah, we had a lot of fun. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> you know? And. For sure. And, uh, oh, it's I, been I great. Really appreciate and I, that. Well, it's really nice of you to say that because likewise, I mean, I always felt so honored that it, you know that all these great young musicians wanted to play with me. You know. <laughs> well, if you weren't any good, they wouldn't want you, Jane. Oh, well, my daughter-in-law Andrea said <clears throat> to me one time. She said, "I've noticed you're always surrounded by young men." <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah." yeah. <laughs> My husband won't like that, but, uh, but he knows I love it. We're him. just teasing, <laughs> Yeah. Just kidding. Oh, he's anyway. cool shit, too. I know. I know. Like, uh, a couple of car... Like, and, and that's the other thing, is, like, you guys are just... <laughs> you are parents to so many <laughs> We have fucking, a big family. You have a huge family, yeah. and <laughs> most of us aren't even related to you. No. <laughs> but no. you guys are so fucking cool. <laughs> Like, Cease has driven me to shows. Yeah, I know you guys uh, road trip to the Arlington yeah. once. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, we spent the whole time just talking about harmonica players. Yeah. And I'm like, this yeah. is awesome. Oh, I know. He he would really love to uh, improve his skills. I think he'd really like to perform if he got a chance. Yeah, well. But, yeah. But, he, you know, again, I keep telling him, you know, you should get someone to show you some stuff. And he knows some stuff, right? Yeah, sure. But, well, shit, even, even just grabbing a book. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I'm surprised what you can pull out of a book, oh, believe it or not. I gave him a book once. <laughs> but anyway, he yeah, actually, no, but... he plays with the grandkids now. Does he? With the three oh, of them. Awesome. They, we have these harmonica jams. That's so great. Oh, it's so funny. And we were, uh, Liam, you know, has just moved to Peterborough. And he's Did lived, he really? Yeah, he's living um, on uh, George Street North, just, so, just south of Park Hill. Hmm. They've got a house, really nice little house. And he's That's crazy. He's looking to get back into playing. Not because he's a good drummer. <laughs> he's Holy a fantastic shit. drummer. He's really, fantastic. really good. Yeah. Now he went to Humber too, right? He went to um, he or went to a Mohawk. Mohawk. Oh, because Mike went to Humber. Yeah, but Liam went to Mohawk. Liam went to Mohawk. Liam did not get in on his first audition in Humber. 
Yeah. And neither did was, I. That's yeah. why I went to Mohawk. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> and he went to Mohawk and he did the one year thing. Yeah. And, and was on the dean's list. <laughs> Good for him. And uh, anyways, uh, that's a mom brag. <laughs> yeah. Well, shit, he earned it. And then he went to Humber for a year and a half. Oh, okay. And he got nervous about taking on debt. Right. And, you know, uh, he and Andrea were were getting, they were together then. Yep. And, um, you know, it just, uh, they Matt got him a job in Hamilton. Mm. And so he went there. Matt was living there then. And uh, then they had, you know, two kids. Yeah. And he worked all the time. And, yeah. you know, you just, but he's he's practiced the whole time. He has his electronic kit. Yeah. And he's got it set up in his living room right now. And yeah. I'm going to take my PA over there and... I'm hoping we can occasionally have some jams and, nice. and stuff. And as soon as he's ready, you know, um, he's definitely interested in, in jamming and meeting people and hanging out and nice. getting some well, gigs. <laughs> <coughs> pardon me. Um, I know I talk a lot about it on the show, but I'm going to talk about it again anyway. Yeah. Every Tuesday at the Red Dog is the open mic. Okay. So if, and, and they have a kit there. Um, shit, I'm drawing a blank on the fellow's name. I'm so sorry. I know we've met a handful of times. Uh, mm. The the dude that owns uh, Gorilla Studios. Uh, oh, donates. Dave Searle. Yes. Yes, yes. He's from, like, we know him. Kids went yeah. to high school with him. Super cool He made guy. Jesse's guitar. Really? He made the telly. No way. Yes, he did. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. Connections. Six degrees <laughs> of Kevin Bacon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we, um, uh, we keep it maintained. It doesn't get a lot of play, but. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, Dave donates the uh, a kit to the open mic every week. Oh, that's cool. So if Liam came in, like, and people are all like, because, <coughs> I mean, Greco shows up every once in a while to yeah, them, yeah. which is awesome because then you get, you know, Greco's a great guy and sure. he's a good drummer. Actually, he he's is. coming over tomorrow to do uh, an episode. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So, oh, um, he's great. Yeah, he's, he's good shit. Very sweet. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's a good <laughs> player too. Yes. Um, I've played with him several times. Yeah, he's always a blast. Yeah, he's a lot of fun. But um, but there are you know, drummers are scarce because yeah. they're you know a good drummer. Yeah, I should say and addendum. Liam, good drummers is, are scarce because he's they're, very uh, um, intuitive. Yeah, very know? much so. And he can he can really like play what's required. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, because well, in the like, so many drummers are always always in multiple bands and they're just they're the busiest players yeah, spread out all over the place yeah yeah typically typically drummers and bassists not to keep you know touting the horn of the bass player but but it's, it's kind of true <laughs> though like i mean rhythm section players are usually the busiest yeah people yeah because guitar players are a dime a dozen <laughs> so mean 12 for 10 cents yeah <laughs> Oh, that's just a joke. Every love, guitar player I've ever played players. with right now is like, fuck you guys. No, they're me. laughing their heads yeah, off. I know. <laughs> oh, oh, but yeah, shit. rhythm sections, yeah, yes, yes, yes. they are, are required. Yeah. Which, uh, it's it's funny, I have to say, I, um, I owe a, a pretty big debt to my dad for convincing me to pick up the bass, because uh, I didn't want to do it at first. Yeah, what, what did you want? I want to be a guitar player and a singer. Yeah. And yeah. then... Um, <clears throat> Devin got faster and better at, or he got better guitar faster than I yeah. did. And I was like, eh. yeah. so Devin was like, I'll oh, play the bass. It was like, that's for people that can't play guitar. Oh, so I didn't know any better. Yeah. Well, I was an idiot. I was, yeah, I know you didn't know. I'm st- I mean, I'm still an idiot, but I'm, but now I'm learning. You know. Yeah. Now, now there's certain things that I know better. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so no, it's, um, 
I love it. I'm so glad I play it. Yeah. It, I mean, I do play guitar as well, but yeah. bass is definitely my favorite That's instrument. Cool. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Um, do you, because it's, it's been a little while since Party for Peck happened. Yeah. Is, 15 was the last one. Yeah. yeah. Is that going to happen again? Um, I miss it. Not this year. I know. I miss it too. It's like an annual get together. All our friends, yeah. you know, and focusing on on making great music and yeah. you know and and you know uh, like party for peck focused on organ donation as well and mm-hmm. you know i i heard on the radio like a few weeks ago how much it's up in ontario like organ donation is really really going up so Good. i hope we did our small part in that and i know cool. we did cool. i know we did <laughs> uh, i'm an organ donor yeah like me if too. i get in a bad wreck or something yeah you know what do you need your whatever for yeah i'm, I'm gonna be hopefully hopefully if people adhere to your the, wishes the, the last wishes i'll be uh i'll be cremated and then put into one of those biodegradable urns uh, yeah yeah and i want to have a tree planted in me very good because then but that, where that's the thing uh probably probably on my farmland yeah. yeah or well mine yeah the farmland that the belongs farmland to the family the... oh yes uh cause <laughs> there's you know there's like a hundred or so yeah. acres or something like that and yeah <clears throat> take me out somewhere and you know because um Apparently, uh, human ash is an incredible fertilizer. Cool. And I wouldn't mind being fertilizer. Yeah, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of skeptical as to what happens after the lights turn out for the last time. Hmm. But at least this way, I know that energy Something can't is going on. Energy can't be created or destroyed; just redistributed. Yeah. And this way, that's the way I I'll, look at you know, it. I'll actually, I'll, I'll go into another. Um, Form. Well, another life form, another really, form. Yeah. that actually produces oxygen and does something. Yeah. You know, it's better than, you know, being sprinkled into the ocean or yeah. or just oh, put I in agree. a box and bombed or something. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Ugh. <laughs> Gross. Uh, yeah, <laughs> bombing's creepy. Like, no yeah. offense to anybody that has you know wants to be embalmed but yeah jesus keep those chemicals out of me yeah it's really hideous when you think about it yeah it's pretty probably killed any any of the worms that tried to eat it right like you're you know in this way like you know the energy (laughs) you've left behind can't be yeah it can't be it can't be redistributed to (coughs) you make yourself into a huge lump of poison (laughs) yeah (laughs) no thank you (laughs) it's gross i think yeah i don't know that's just my opinion but i think that would be cool i don't fret too much about what may or may not happen after i'm gone because you're never gonna know right and you know so why why would you put all that energy into it like you should be trying to do the best you can every day yeah right now let's have fun now yeah let's you know, let's play some yeah. good tunes. Let's help. Let's some love people. our friends and family yeah. and spread the love. Yeah, absolutely. Totally. And I, <laughs> I, I completely agree, and I think the arts is a great way to do it. Yeah. You know. But we're so, so. underappreciated. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, financially. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know what? The government should fund artists and musicians because well, we be are such a huge arts, part right? of culture. Yeah. And you know You're gonna you're gonna have all kinds of But then you think you know, <laughs> you're gonna have some tight purse strings going Meh. Yeah. Oh or, well. Or right. then you might think be leave yourself open to accusations of having the government having the ability to manipulate art yeah. because they own it essentially because they're yeah. supporting it. Well there there are there are um Back to government the grants. posters. Yeah. <laughs> there there are government grants and stuff oh, for, for musicians. It's I know. They're a little bit trickier to it's to get hard. your hands on yeah but uh 
I mean, it does exist, but, uh, I, I you know, I kind of miss the idea. Now, I, I miss the idea. I was never around for it. <laughs> I like the concept of patrons of the arts, though. Yeah, yeah. Like, that shit's cool. Yeah, and down through the ages, you yeah. know, like the kings had their court musicians and, yeah, totally. you know, uh, always uh, mus- musicians are an essential part yeah. of any society. I agree. For sure. You know what's crazy, though? What? Just like thinking like back to, you know, um, like just back through the ages of and and like art being manipulated and stuff like that. There was a time where a flat five, uh, that blue note mm-hmm. was illegal to play. Yes, it was deemed the devil's note. I know, yeah, I know. It's so you were cool. a heretic if yeah. you played that shit. How yeah. crazy is that? The blue note. Yeah, I couldn't play a flat five. That's so, so weird. I know. I know that Crazy. a lot of things have been taboo over the ages that just That's, are. Uh, <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> really? really? <laughs> what do you What do you mean you're only going to shoot Elvis from the waist up? <laughs> yeah. You you. <laughs> he it's has pretty- to stand somehow. <laughs> I would assume he has legs and oh. therefore a pelvis. It's that element that wants to control what you're thinking. They're yeah. afraid of what you're thinking. Sure. Yeah. yeah. It's you're thinking you mm. want to see that pelvis in action. I know I do. Yeah. Right on. Swing it, King. Swing it. Swing. Mm. Yeah. That's yeah. The, I think that might be the first Wayne's World reference we've had on the show so it's far. It's so great. So I love you. Wayne's World so much. Right? Uh, <laughs> hilarious. We watched them both on New Year's Eve, actually. Followed nice. by Spinal Tap. Nice! <laughs> that movie makes me laugh so goddamn hard. I, you know, I don't think there's been an episode of this show so far that there hasn't been some kind of Spinal Tap, re- spinal uh, tap reference. Yeah, there's it's, always it's like... genius. There's, it's either like, this one goes to 11 or, <laughs> oh, or yeah. like... You could, you know, well, I don't hear anything. Well, if it were plugged in, you would. You could, you know, you could hit and uh, or the go singing have a around bike. Elvis's Come, grave, right? Yeah, <laughs> trying to harmonize. Yeah, the yeah, and they're hotel. all like, yeah. plugging the other ear and shit. Oh, or talking about any of the drummers. Yeah. Oh my god, oh. it's so great. He like actually, it's so close to the line, right? You know, like a lot of people would think that was. Real music. Yeah. I mean, it, well, was, it, is. Real it music. was real music. And you know what's crazy is like some of those, some of those weird aspects of it, like the the revolving door of band members or mm-hmm. or um, relationships outside of the band interfering with the relationship oh, of awful the girlfriend. band. Oh, oh my right. god, what a oh. horror show! Jesus. <laughs> I wonder who she was supposed to be based off of that <laughs> may have been involved with another famous. Rock band. I don't know. I don't know. Do you? Do you have an idea? I have a feeling she's a Yoko. Oh, maybe. Maybe. I could be wrong. Or just any shitty yeah, girlfriend. Yeah, like she, she's really like a kind of other. a stereotype of the interfering, you know, takeover other. personality yeah, of, of, just, of somebody. Yeah, that's yeah. involved with the band. Oh, yeah. That shit's or like maybe for Brian Wilson, his father. Oh, yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Right. Watch that movie, like that recent movie about him, not too long ago. Is it on Netflix? Uh, I don't know. I can't even mm. remember what it's called, but it was it was good. Enjoyed cool. it. It had that creepy actor in it, Paul Giamatti. Oh yeah, he can he, he be played very the creepy evil at guru. Times. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he was evil. Oh, so uh, controlling. It's weird, eh? Like Paul Giamatti, like just him as an actor he can either be like oh he's such a sweetheart or he can be like ew he's disgusting in a lot gross. of things yeah. 
Right? Like he can be, he's such a good villain, but like mm-hmm. um have you seen the movie Cinderella Man? No. Uh it's uh-huh. a it's starring um well, Paul Giamatti, Russell Crowe, uh Renee Zellweger. Oh, he's a boxer. He's a boxer yeah. back in the depression and stuff. Yeah. And and Giamatti's his manager and stuff. And he's so lovable oh. in that movie. Okay. I'll and then you see him in something that. <laughs> and then you see him he's a talented in something actor. else. Yeah, well, very good. Yeah. Very good actor. But then you can see him in another movie where he plays a villain, it's like Oh God, you're creepy. Yeah, you know, you're disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just you can turn the slime bag on like oh, he really can. nobody's business. Yeah, it's amazing. Gosh. Um, Whoa. Well, um, how long know, have we been we've, talking? We've been talking for like two and a half hours. You're kidding me. No, I, that's why I told you <laughs> we need to go to the bathroom before we start because it uh, time on. Time. Keep, oh my God. Keeps on slipping, slipping, it does, slipping. It does. Oh. How would you feel about maybe playing us a song? Oh, I is that cool? Do that, sure. You don't have to. No, sure, that'd be fun. All right. Well, uh, we need to pause this and take a couple seconds to reset okay. the mics and whatnot. All right. Yeah, and um, figure out what we're gonna do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, th- I think just because um, I've, I've talked a few times about uh, your voice on oh. the show before. Now that I've been so, talking for hours, it's all raspy. Uh, yeah, you'll just have, you'll have to sing something really dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, then I won't be able to talk at all. Just yeah, <laughs> uh, just real quick though before we go, uh, stuff that's coming up. The, give us the name of that uh, CD you're doing again. With, okay, uh, Ken. Uh, tentatively, um, it's going to be called Alternative Facts. Yes, and I love that. Um, the band name is Jane Archer and the Reactionaries, uh-huh. and uh, that will be hopefully available by the summertime. Fantastic. And uh, I've got a show coming up at West Bend Barn Theater. With two other um, local women singers, Jana Reed and Janet Jeffrey. We're getting a, our own show. J3, nice. I call it. Ah, <laughs> nice. I doubt that's the official name. But anyway, we're in the process of picking songs and we're going to do backups for each other and, and you know, Very songs cool. together and just have a lot of fun. When's that going down? That is June the 17th out at the West Bend oh, Barn Theater. Fantastic. Yeah. I, I hope this will have aired by then because I know this is weird, yeah. but I back catalog all oh, this I stuff. Oh, I know, right? I know, so, yeah. Because uh, cool. this is episode 14 and episode 6 went up on Thursday. Oh, well, that's not so very many weeks. No, no, it's not that bad. So it should be up before that's you guys play That's a couple of months. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that would be Lots up. of time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Cool, cool. Um... <laughs> And uh, anything else too that uh, that comes up in the in the interim, uh, let me know, and I'll put it like all, in all the description okay. boxes and stuff for Sounds this. Good, yeah. And then that way people can all can right. see what's coming down the pike. Awesome. All right, uh, we are gonna pause for a quick second here to reset the mics, and then we will be back with the musical stylings of <laughs> Miss Jane Audrey. Let up, let up, let up. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back, everybody. Okay, yeah, the song is just called um, "Step Up Blues." All right, there it is, Jane Archer's Step Up Blues. <laughs> it's not too late to sing the blues. You earned the right, you've paid your dues. Go ahead and step up, go ahead and speak up. You know you can't refuse You can't refuse You know it seems like You've been left behind 
want to say thank you for the opportunity to talk and you know and it must be so fun for you as an interviewer to find out all this crazy stuff about people that you know and like you develop your skills at interviewing people as well yeah you know i feel like i'm getting better i don't know if i'm necessarily good at it but i'm having a shitload of fun and i get to hang out with my friends that i don't get to see a whole lot unless we're working i think it's so i'm having a great time Jane Archer, everybody. All right. Check out Balls and Jane. Check out all of her new upcoming stuff. There's going to be all kinds of uh, information <laughs> in the description bars. My name's Dawson McManus. You've been listening to 646. Thanks. Have a good one. <laughs>